This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Bail Babies. Before we get started, we just wanted to um, give you a quick, I don't know, thing to think about. You know, Mother's Day is quickly approaching. I mean, it's less than two weeks away. And you probably haven't thought about what you're getting your mom or your wife this year. So Song Finch makes it easy on you. Let's write her a heartfelt song filled with your favorite memories, stories, and times together. Wouldn't that be yes, nice? it would be, Eugene. With Song Finch, creating a custom song is super easy. Simply share what you love about your mom. You write it down, a couple of uh, memories, something like that. Then you, uh, you select the type of music you want your song to be from, whether that's R&B, pop, hip-hop, country, uh, I don't know, folk, whatever. Whatever kind of shit you're into, yeah. you name it, they've got it. Yeah. Wait, wait, not what you're into, what your mom or your yeah. wife is into. Come on, thanks. It's a good call. You don't want to make it just I about mean, you I mean, I think again, my mom right? likes me, and maybe she would like something that's just about me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's okay, not for everybody. Yeah. Maybe okay. not. Maybe okay. your mom Fine. doesn't like you. Then for sure. sure, pick the kind of music that she's into. Yeah. She so likes, The yes. Song Finch okay. people got you covered. A team over there uh, is going to pair you with a talented musician who does all the work and turns your story into an original song in just seven days. So this is an incredible gift. It's a treasure um, this is actually super easy to make and it's going to take you no more than seven to 10 minutes. And, and guess what? I know sometimes you bell babies out there don't listen to these episodes as they come out. So, Hey, maybe mother's day has already passed and maybe you forgot to give her something. So now you need another gift or maybe, you know, it's a good, great, it's a great gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, really anything uh, anytime that you need to give somebody an incredible, thoughtful gift that's this easy, think about Song Finch. They have over 2,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot. So you know they're, they're getting a lot of love, and, um, and it's a good yeah, gift Yeah, I'm to excited. Give. I, I'm going I'm to do something with them and let somebody really talented make me shine. I mean, yeah. isn't that what life's about? Making other people, taking the credit for yeah. other people's yeah, hard on, work. Babe. Okay. Yeah. Songs are usually $249, but this week they are $50 off, bringing them to $199. And with the code dumbbells, you'll save another 20. That's a total of $70 off the perfect gift. Just $179 for a gift they will treasure forever. 179 is amazing. Can't yeah. beat it. Visit songfinch.com. That's S-O-N-G-F-I-N-C-H dot com and use the promo code dumbbells this week for $20 off the perfect gift. Guys, get out there and get ready for this episode of the Dumbbells. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. Mm -mm, just a couple of dumbbells love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. Now we are here recording via Canada, via LA. Right. We've, via Together. We're North America. We are. Um, but different uh, countries. West Coast. We're both West, West Coasting. Coast, West mm -hmm. Coasting. Mm -hmm. How far of a plane ride is Vancouver from? Three LA? hours. Wow. We're talking. Yeah. Slam Easy. dunk. 
Easy slam dunk. Three hours and then 14 days. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours and then a 14 day quarantine. So yeah. real easy, real yeah. easy. Uh, you can just hop right over. It makes it super, super fun and easy. It's just a quick three-hour flight. Boom, you're off that plane, and then you're locked up for 14 days. So, you know, the huge. The huge. Okay, the theme and what we're going to be talking to you guys about today is uh, is reasonable body expectations. Yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah, go ahead. You know, what does that mean necessarily? I guess it's like, you know, it's, we've talked about this many times on this podcast and probably will continue, continue to talk about it because it's kind of in our face, but you know, you look at all social media, you look at any social media, people who are in the fitness category, um, are constantly posting pictures of themselves at the best peak condition, um, for the most part, I mean, luckily there's, there's more accounts out there that are showing every day. Um, you know, um, even that feels like bullshit though, but even that feels like, cause they're you know, still, like, they're still selecting them carefully. Sure. It's still best foot forward. And I understand that, but like ultimately, um, it is a false sense of what is best for you and the way that you look at that picture and, and how it, you know, how you take it in and how you think it relates to you when you look into the mirror or you let yourself feel, um, what is correct for you. So, um, you know, we want to be able to, especially since I am in the middle of a quarantine, I, I'll be honest, I, I am a little stressed about that because I'm kind of stuck in this room. I want to make sure that I'm eating correctly. I want to make sure that I'm working out and, um, you know, uh, people over the last year either have been exercising well or have had like ups and downs within it. And there's a chance and people have talked about the weight that they have put on due to stress, due to lack of movement, due to being stuck at home and not going to the gym, uh, about putting on weight. Yeah, um, I mean, or losing a bunch of weight. Or losing a bunch. Um, Here, yeah. So our heads were at when we're doing this, because Eugene is kind of going through in a micro sense uh, what everybody was going through on the macro in that everybody had the best inten intentions. Maybe you were on something good for a while and fell off of it. Maybe you, sure. you never did. But these things can kind of magnify these things, pandemics, lockdowns can kind of magnify negative or destructive behavior. And yeah. so look, writing's on the wall. We're coming out of this thing. And now people are saying, shit, I got, I mean, I wasn't taking care of myself. I put a little COVID layer on and everybody yeah. wants, everybody wants to get back in shape. Everybody wants to get back on a routine. And, uh, we agree that should happen, but it's got to happen in a way that's sustainable, that's healthy, that's positive, that enriches your life and that's beneficial. So how does that look and how's that going to go? Well, we're going to figure it out in an hour. Yeah, we're going to figure it out and try to talk it through um, through our own experience as well. I mean, because let's start at the beginning. I mean, I am on this mini, you know, quarantine of, um, but I know that there's an end goal, yeah. you know, unlike when we all started this, we didn't know. Uh, we were hoping it'd be shorter than it was by a bunch. Yeah, a couple of days. A couple of days and it wasn't. So everybody was doing push-up challenges. Everybody was doing squat challenges, burpee challenges, 
double under challenges, all of them. Just getting onto it, getting excited about being able to exercise a little bit from home. Or people were the opposite. They saw all these challenges and went, ugh, really? Everybody's going to start doing this already? You know, Um, either way, whatever side you were on, or if you were right in the middle, did a couple of things, um, didn't, um, there is uh, the ebb and flow of um, results. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's tough. I mean, I personally at the start of it went pretty gung ho. Yeah. I remember where, so let's do this. Where did you excel and where did you fall off? Um, I, without any judgment or, or, or any, just like, where did you, where did you do well in and what did you fuck up in? I mean, I excelled in making sure that, um, I worked out enough and granted this, this will change through the course of talking about the whole thing, but here's my whole story as far as, um, the last year, you know, I'm going to truncate it obviously, but my last year of health. No, take a full year to tell about the year. Yeah. (laughs) Um, this will be divided in real time between uh, 365 episodes. Um, but, uh, as far as me and the quarantine, I started out hot. I had ideas of how I wanted to do things and I stuck to it pretty well. Um, I stuck to it for, I would say a solid three months of really focusing on, uh, body weight stuff, really doing some dumbbell, uh, exercises and making sure that I made time for myself close to four to five days a week. Um, and now I'm not used to being home, obviously just like a lot of you, but I am not used to being home as much as I was. I have overly focused my life on making sure not that I wasn't home. I love being home, but that I was working often. I, I, I have this, a work mentality that if I am not working, that I'm doing something wrong. And and that means like uh, career wise. So this long of a break, um, I felt like at first was a bit of a blessing. I was like, you know what? I've never t- given myself this much time. This will probably be a month. This will maybe be two months. Yeah, like great, once we recharge. got into it, let's recharge. Let me just work out at home, get myself back into this thing. Um, Trish and I and Quincy found a nice, you know, um, uh, like daily routine and rhythm. And I was able to work out first thing in the morning or, you know, if I wanted to work with mid afternoon, I I found the time to do it during his nap. But, you know, I really focused in on that and that, that felt great. Um, Mm -hmm. also I spent some, you know, more time with just Trish and I, like we were able you know, if, if Quincy was taking, I would work out in the morning. So then if Quincy's taking a nap or whatever in the middle of the day that Trish and I would watch a show and, you know, hang out. And did she know. start to question why she married you then? You're like, well, because I was around too much. Yeah. She's like, you've been gone a lot yeah. and things were great. Yeah. And then now you're fucking here. And this now is what hearing. we talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, we, you know, we would, a- we would watch <laughs> like, you know, we'd watch like alone or the Mandalorian or something, you know, like it was something that we did every day. And that kind of was nice. Do you like that uh, theme song to the Mando? Yes. I do. That's kind of it, right? Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Kind of it. Um, But, uh, you know, I found a good, we found a good balance and a good rhythm and it felt good. Now, the longer it went and then the more information we found, the more stress we got, you know, 
Also, the more we have these afternoons where we're watching something and then the evening where we're watching something, my nutrition started to fall away first. Exercise was still happening. Nutrition started to fall away because it was like, now let me have a little snack of this, a little snack of that. And, you know, we munching on something at night to watch something or some kind of sweet yeah, treat. Fucking something Mandalorians on got to wolf some corn nuts. Yeah, I mean, corn nuts is probably the first choice for everyone. Um, <laughs> people it's people not, won't shut up about corn nuts these days. People, It's just like crunchy, hard on your teeth, doesn't taste good. It's perfect. The perfect <laughs> snack. Any kind of um, gas station food you can get your hands on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything that's gummy that's not supposed to be. Yeah. And then anything that's extra hard that was already hard but is now stale. Yeah. Perfect combination for a late night snack. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think yeah, even I think chickens would pass up on the corn nuts, right? Like they're even, they're pecking uh, around out there and they're like, you know what? We, we need a little gravel to eat yeah. to kind of help our digestion, but these corn nuts are too hard. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Goats still on it though. Those goats, fucking yeah, goats. Yeah. They're fucking, they don't give a shit. Their they own eat trash. Shit. Yeah. They, they eat trash. But yeah, so I'm, you know, hold wholeheartedly admitting that my, uh, nutrition went first. Um, you know, and then I, and then, and, and that was probably around three, two or three months in. So I was feeling good. I was happy with my progression. Uh, happy with my maintenance is basically what I was focused on was everybody was. And I think we talked about on that early episodes in our Instagram live episodes and all that stuff that like maintenance was the main focus. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then I didn't get access to my garage gym for a while. So then that kind of put uh, a little bit of a pause or a kind of a, a re, um, I, I had to reevaluate or like restructure my workouts because the room that I was focused on and, and doing everything in was now not available. Change the game. Change the game. So, um, so I hit a little bit of a slump, you know, going through, uh, uh, my nutrition getting bad and, uh, and, and not being able to work out the same intensity. And I do also admittingly, if it's not the thing that I completely want to do, I, you know, I'll not necessarily sandbag it, sandbag my workout or anything, but it, it's just, I'm not, I'm not putting in the sweat. Yeah, it's not inspired. Cause I can see, I, I know the room I want to do it in and I'm mad that I can't be a part of it. So it's just kind of like you a chore. You yeah, do a pout I, workout. Oh man, do I pout? Yeah, my my you know my frown is so deep. Yeah, your little I don't want to do out. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to do this at all. I'm not happy. No more burpees. Um, and you know, so then I fell into a bunch of that for a while, and, and I'm talking about a good two months yeah. where I can say, um. Psh, you know, I, I didn't go as hard as I wanted and, and I, I was eating bad and I kind of like sat into the quarantine a little bit more. And, um, and that, uh, and I could feel it on my body and I tried my best to turn it around. I think it helped that we were recording this. I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I'm lucky enough, um, that we have this podcast to kind of keep me accountable. Yeah, me too. Um, and, uh, and so I, I didn't go so much off the rails, but you know, I probably put on a decent amount of LBs over the two months. Um, and, uh, and then I, and then I wanted to focus up because I knew, 
the baby girl was on her way, my ugly baby, as, you know, some of the people on, um, you know, in our comments have mentioned before. I don't want to hear about your ugly baby. Well, guess what? I'm about to tell you a little bit about it. You know, uh, a little bit before going into ugly baby time, I uh, wanted to refocus because I knew that after the baby was born that I was going to be out of time. Yeah. And so I really focused and not, and, and by this point, and I think it also helped. I, I re I got to refocus because then I got access to the garage again and the gym again. So I was like, perfect. Now this is bringing like a fire under my ass. I'm excited about it. I f- feel like I've kind of let up for a couple of months. I can get back on track and you know, and then when I get refocused and I, I get excited, I go hard. And I get, yeah. ex- and, and I go for it and I went for it for a good month, a good six weeks, I think. And then, um, and then my ugly baby came early. Um, and you know, uh, so then that kind of put a complete stop on everything. And at that point, um, everything kind of had to be completely re- re-evaluated. No sleep, no time. No sleep, no time. Also dealing with the fact that, you know, Quincy is what is is dealing with a transition that he's yeah. never dealt with. And he's being a fucking asshole about it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. as he should. And I get it. He's, yeah. you know, he's spent almost uh, like a, a little bit over three years um, just having the undivided attention of both parents. And then all of a sudden uh, somebody gets even more attention than him yeah. and he hates it. Quincy's being a busy being a three-year-old. Yeah. 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 So then he's, uh, he's in it and he's a fucking asshole, yeah. you know? And, um, and Alice is crying and she's, you know, she's, she's going through what she's going through while she's just coming straight out and, you know, and needing things and needing mommy time. And that means that I'm just focused on Quincy time and, you know, going back and forth. And there is no time at this point. I, I would feel guilty. I would feel like an asshole for leaving for an hour. And it was one of those things for me where I was like, if I don't get an hour, I'm I'm not getting anything in. And I know that we say on this podcast, wherever you can fit it in, fit it in. And it was just not a mentality for me. Yeah. Um, So I just had a hard time doing that. And um, it's an oddly tough lesson that I have to constantly keep learning. And I don't yeah. know why. I do not know why, but it just is. I mean, I know why for me, and this might be the same for you, Stanks, but I like that out that full hour yeah. to just kind of go through it. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, especially I, if I'm excited, y- you know. Yeah. No, I know. I, I know why. I just don't get why I can very intellectually and clearly explain to people how important. Oh, Sure. One minute is, three minutes is, whatever you can contribute. And there's times where I'm on that and I do it and I'm and it works and I'm grateful, but then it'll I'll get caught up in it all. And it's, you know, the same thing that I'm diagnosing in other people. Man, oh, you didn't have oh, the man. two hours, so you didn't do it. Well, yeah, who, who sure. loses there? Listen, that's uh that's parenting in a nutshell too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. we constantly telling you're constantly telling Stone, I'm constantly telling Quincy and Alice like here are things you can't do and then I turn around and do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah you know? Yeah. Or that's what you should do and then I don't listen to my own advice. It's just it's a you know, it's it is hard you to You still wear a diaper. Bro, I shit my pants for fun. 
and then I wash them. Because <laughs> I tell Quincy, it's fine if it's an accident, but just don't do it on purpose. And then you know what I do? I do it on purpose. <laughs> and I never do it on accident. So, you know, that's, but that's my life, man. It's and I shouldn't lesson. be, that's not how I should be teaching, but that's how I'm teaching and that's what's happening. But, you know, so then the first few months, it was just hard to re, you know, re, uh, reassess. Game changed again. Game changed again. And this is all within the fucking year, right? Yeah. And then there's the whole thing where all of a sudden time pl- pasts. I blink. I think you brought it up. Longest days. What is it? Oh, with babies, it's yeah. uh, it's uh, long days but short years. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. After I blinked, it was like fucking four or five months later, and that baby was bigger, and I was able to kind of reassess after four or five months. But four or five months is a long time. Yeah. So I definitely put some new baby in quarantine stress, stress, no sleep, weight on. I would say a, a solid. You know, I would say a solid, like, I don't know, 10 pounds. Okay. Maybe less. Um, and, uh, or I could feel, it felt like at least yeah. 10 pounds on my body. Um, and, uh, and it was tough. And then I, I slowly moved back into it. I took our advice a little bit. I think it was right after we recorded one. I just took our advice a little bit and just did like a 15 or 20 minute thing. And I did it next to Quincy while I was watching both kids. And it was exciting to know that I could start up again. And it was great, you know? Um, and this, at this point I was just like, I convinced myself that it was okay to do it at least or like just three times a day, yeah, uh, three times a week, not three times a day, but three times <laughs> at a least week, just three, four times a day. I was thinking three or four workouts a day, full roids, you know, I can get them now. Um, it's September, but yeah, I, it wasn't, um, it was, it was tough. Oh, and also during this, you know, I go and shoot something out in Atlanta for a few weeks. So that also was hard on the body. Game changed and again game changed again. Um, uh, but all of it being said, uh, I tried to get back into it. Uh, tried to, you know, just focus in rather than losing the 10 pounds, just refocusing on owning my nutrition, owning how I felt, owning my workouts. This is when I started doing all of that street parking stuff mm-hmm. and all of the, the, um, the palm method stuff where it was just like focused on balanced a balanced plate focused on um, healthy eating on a regular basis so I didn't have to overstress about it and focus on getting a couple of workouts in, which was great. I, I felt like I found a good middle ground there. And then uh, we started season three of Tacoma. Game changed again. Game changed again. Um, I mean, and all again, this is all champagne problems, right? I mean, people are going through some harder shit. Um, during this champagne Uh, wishes and caveat dreams. Oh man. Everybody loves Robin Leach. Fucking Robin Leach. (laughs) I don't even think anybody knows who Robin Leach is. I thought about him. I I heard and thought about that show all the time. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, you never even knew. It's always like people you haven't even fucking heard of, you know, lifestyle of the rich and famous lifestyles of the rich and famous. Yeah. Where Um, they spend their time on a 40 foot yacht. 
I bet you more people right now know about the song Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, that kind of like weird rock song. Yeah. Do you remember that song? I don't know who sang it. Lifestyles of the Rich and yeah. the Famous. Yes. Yeah. I bet you there's more. There's a better chance that more people know that song and don't know that that, that there was a show that was called that beforehand. Yeah. I My would, sister and I, I would, would just fucking watch that shit. We didn't know what the fuck we were watching, but it was like, oh, wow. Must, sure. Must be nice. They have a t- they have a TV in every room. Well, you know what? That became Cribs. Yeah. 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 That became yeah. Cribs. My parents wouldn't let me forget it. This is just and lifestyle, don't know, the rich and famous. People don't know what Cribs is anymore either. Yeah. Ah, we're old men. Anyways, life changed again. All of that happened. Um, also, you know, dealing with quarantine problems. Uh, and trauma, but also uh, my my father passed away in November. Um, so uh, that is not a champagne problem. That is the shittiest problem yeah. to have. Um, and I couldn't see him and all that. And that depression, you know, got me, um, you know, that got me in a, in a really insane headspace. Yeah. Throw grief into the mix now. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, there was just a lot of you know, barrels that Donkey Kong was throwing at me, you know? (laughs) Um, And, uh, and some of them were huge and some of them were smaller and, you know, easier to deal with and other ones were not. And so, you know, it's just the ups and downs. So then I was really focused on, I, I feel like the grief and dealing with my dad passing away is a lot of why, I'm really focused and I really like this like 15 minute warm up before I work out mm. thing that I do now. Yeah. Cause it really takes my time to like appreciate what's happening in my life and what I'm doing and that my body is moving. Okay. And that I can kind of, you know, check into various aspects of it. And that has felt great. So like it's taken a little while to get in the mindset that regardless of how I look composition wise. If I feel good during that warm up before I work out, then I feel good. Hmm. I still have to convince myself of it every day. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still hard to not pass. Not saying that I'm not at a place where I, I like to be right now. Not quite there, but um, there is. You know, I'm not ups- I'm not mad yeah. at where I am. Um, f- um, body composition wise, I don't love it. I'm not mad at it. Right. Um, I've got some work to do, but I'm not mad at it. <laughs> and I keep saying that so that I'm saying it out loud to myself and I've recorded it. That's your um, catchphrase. Uh, I ain't mad at it. Uh, I ain't mad at you. But Love that. Who's that? Uh, it's Tupac, right? It's Pac. Is it Pac? Yeah. People would be pissed if I, did, that I didn't know that right off the, out of the gate and I'm singing it. Um, but, uh, Pac coming up a lot recently cause shock G just died as we're oh man, this, this is a little head, but people will, yeah, super sad. Uh, I was a huge digital underground fan. I loved yeah. shock G, but that was like a Santa moment, by the way, for shock G to find out that he was also hump. Oh, that he's hump. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I had them, I used to do this, uh, event planning and security for all these fraternity houses when I was in uh, college. And yeah. I never went to those parties, but I would just like work security at them. <laughs> so just like to make money and shit. They had a bunch of like big guys as bouncers. And uh, 
for this one house every year they would have uh, uh, Digital Underground do a live show. Oh. They like put all their money together and saved it for one year. Way to go. And it was like fun because we got to like, you know, pick them up and drive them out and then put them up in their place where they were staying and stuff. And they always fucking crushed it. One year they had Coolio and, uh, you know, I mean, he was still had a little juice at the time. Wasn't nearly sure. as good as uh, Digital Underground. They were, was Pac with them? No, this was this was well after this. They had cooled a little bit, so they oh, okay. you know they were willing to do these college parties. I mean, it was I'm sure, sure was a big payday for them. These guys were, were just rich kids that put a bunch of money together, and it was in Berkeley, and they were they were Oakland based, um, and uh, and they, and so like it was cool. I mean, I I don't know how many this was after because their last big hit was same song. And so mm-hmm. this was, you know, years after nothing that. but trouble soundtrack. Yeah. From the nothing but trouble soundtrack and yeah. Pac sang on that one. It's like yeah. his first kind of like his first recorded, like, I don't know, song ever, I think. And so, uh, yeah. So anyway, they're, but I mean, yeah, just another black guy caught up in the mix, the mix, <laughs> yeah. a dime and a nickel. He had, and he had like a high pitched voice in that one. Kind of when I yeah. hang around with the underground girls, used to frown yeah. saying, damn, when I come around. Yeah. yeah, he was so excited. Yeah, he didn't have that. Uh, lower I ain't mad at you. Is definitely Pac because it's that. I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, yeah, but I love Digital Underground. Uh, shout out to um, to Shock G too. Yeah, I Man. had the Sons of the so Yeah, great. rest in power. I had the Sons of the P uh, record when I was you know like ah, ten years so old. Good. Sure, <laughs> it's funny to like imagine Stone being into like that shit now. Yeah. I mean, right? Kids are such kids now. Yeah. It's, it's a lot different. Anyway, go ahead. I ain't mad at you is what we're talking about. Yeah. And, and that's, and I'm not mad at myself. Um, I'm trying not to be mad at myself of where I am and just focused on the progress, which I am trying to continue. And what helps is doing that kind of 10, 15 minute warm up before I even start working out, 20 minutes even, to just like um, be grateful for uh, where I'm at to yeah. get moving again. And then, and, then, and then I work out and, you know, and I feel, and I feel good. And, you know, this, um, this extra time in quarantine um, is what I need, is what you need to do in order to, to work out here. So I am trying my best to take advantage of it as well. Um, and that means a lot more of the slow stretch, some yoga, some meditation, some, you know, um, some things like that. And I, and it's helping, um, a whole lot. Um, cause I do feel like I still have a great deal of stress, um, with everything going on right now. And, I will be honest too. I think what is helping me, what helped me already since I've been here is I was in over a year, even with my father passing away and everything, I don't know what my hiccup was, but I just didn't. I felt guilty of taking time away from myself to um, talk to my therapist Ah. over the last year. I just didn't, I don't know why I was just like, I don't want to do that over Zoom. It feels strange or whatever. And I'm like, now that I, but since I've been out here, I did it once. And I'm now saying, why didn't I? Yeah. Why didn't I reach out earlier? Uh, um, I try my best to not look at things hindsight wise either. 
uh, and just move forward. And, and the way that I think about it is I'm happy that I've started doing that again. And I'm happy that I'm going to be here and can consistently do it often so I can get my mind right and deal with the trauma and deal with um, the things that, uh, you know, are stressing me out because you know, I, I sleep pretty good, like I said, and like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, that's a big thing that we've talked about a bunch is sleep as well. And uh, I sleep pretty well since the baby, not so much found a, a decent um, way back into it. But um, I, I have one of those aura rings. Oh, you. Oh yeah. How you been liking that? I love it. Um, I, I stopped using it for a little while just because I'd forget to put it on at night and I don't want to wear it all day. And when I would go to set, I didn't want to have it on and then forget that I had it on type thing. Um, so I'd leave it at home and I didn't use it that often, but I just started using it. I brought it with me on the trip and I've, I put it back on and, um, my sleep hours are okay. Um, but the thing that has changed, which is understandable is that my readiness is bad. And what readiness is when it comes to sleep um, and is per aura, um, per aura is uh, prioritizing recovery. I'm not letting my, my um, HRV balance, um, which is my, uh, my heart rate variability, um, it's it's much higher than it used to be, mm. uh, which can be mm. um, can be uh, attributed to things like um, uh, travel. Oh yeah, um, stress, um, training more, Check. body strain, all of that stuff, and uh, and you know. It's probably because I'm exercising more. I have more stress. I, I just have, I've just, traveled. you know, it's traveled. So my restlessness um, has, um, has increased my resting heart rate. Uh, so then even when I'm resting, I'm not recovering as well as um, I should be. And uh, my rest my resting heart rate is much higher than it used to be when I would sleep mm. based on, you know, the average that I've been getting from this ring. What, how, how much deep sleep are you getting tonight? Oh, um, my deep, well, I can tell you. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I've just been wearing it the last couple of nights, uh, deep sleep one hour and 21 minutes. Okay. Last night. Um, Last night they say that my sleep was good. I'm looking at it now. My total sleep was seven hours. Efficiency, 85%. My restfulness was okay. Uh, my, my REM sleep was an hour and 44 minutes. Deep sleep, an hour and 21 minutes. Latency, like how long it took me to fall asleep, was five minutes. Timing <laughs> was- That's yeah. awesome. I'm telling you, I'm a bear, bro. Yeah. Um, and then, op, you know, timing is optimal. Like I, I fell asleep at the normal time. Okay. Maybe a little bit later um, than I usually do. Um, but, you know, I, I did basically a, an 11 to 7 rather than like a 10 to 6 situation. Um, just because I'm not, I don't have to be up at 6 because the family's not around. Yo, Stanger here. I want to talk to you guys about Ritual Vitamins. Listen. Eugene and I, we think the world of you guys. We love you. We care about you. We appreciate you listening to the show and supporting us. And that's why we think that you deserve to know what you're putting in your bodies and why. 
especially when it comes to something that you're taking every day. Are you taking a multivitamin? We've talked about multivitamins a lot on the show. I'm taking one and I'm taking Ritual, guys. They started sending me their stuff about five months ago. I've been on it. Feels amazing to be on Ritual Vitamins. I was taking a multivitamin before, but it wasn't to the quality that Ritual was. I, you know, I gotta be honest. I didn't know where that multivitamin was coming from. I just trusted the label. I didn't do my due diligence. I didn't, you know, check the supply chain. I just trusted what the label said, all right? It could have been made by some guy in a field somewhere just kicking dirt into these capsules and slapping a label on it and selling it to me. And I'm trusting this guy. Meanwhile, Ritual's available and they've got clean, vegan-friendly formulas with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that my body could actually use. I know for a fact when I'm taking Ritual that I'm not going to get any sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, no artificial colorants. Who knows what kind of artificial colorants I was getting from those field vitamins. Plus, the fresh taste and delayed release capsule design make taking my vitamins easy. All right? I got to tell you, the delayed release capsule design is genius. And it's really opened things up for me. I don't like being pegged down to a specific time of day. I got to take these vitamins. I want to be able, I want the freedom. I like to fast. You guys know that about me. I'm fasting in the morning. And if I'm taking some vitamin that I have to take food in with right away, then I've got to push that timing out later in the day. So then I'm having my multivitamin later in the day. And then sometimes I forget if I'm not doing it first thing in the morning and at night, and uh, you know, it ends up being a whole mess and I end up missing the multivitamin and I start getting gaps in my nutrition, my workouts suffer, and I'm not as healthy as I can be. That's why I love the fact that, uh, that ritual has a delayed release capsule design. So it's delivering my high quality nutrients, including vitamin D three and just two daily pills. Plus we talk about transparency, supply chains, knowing where your ingredients come from. Well, rituals made with traceable. You always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. That's traceable, guys. They got you covered there. And they're designed with your life stage in mind. They are now available for men, women, and teens. Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. So I don't want the same vitamin that some teen would be taking, some teen that's, that's on TikTok all day doing dance videos on TikTok. They need much different nutrients than I do. As a grown man, reading the classics, chopping wood, I'm not out there staring at my phone with a filter on, looking at TikTok. I'm chopping wood, reading Steinbeck. Come on, I need something different. And that's why Ritual's got me covered. Uh, plus, they make healthy habits easy. Uh, your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping, always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, They'll refund your first order. So you ain't got no excuses. You're never going to get a disruption in your, your multivitamins. You're never going to have to make the uncomfortable drag of a drive out to the health food store to get those vitamins. They're coming right to your doorstep. That's convenient. That's why we live in the time we live in, guys. Take it full advantage of it. And this is what I want you guys to do. I want you to get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months Visit ritual.com slash dumbbells to start your ritual today. 10% off your first three months. All you have to do is visit ritual.com slash dumbbells and start your ritual today. Hey, Bell Babies. I want to talk to you about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Now, 
what interferes with your happiness or what's preventing you from achieving some of your goals? I know for me, um, I am dealing with some loss and I'm also dealing with some great things like the new baby in my life. And sometimes I need to have an outlet and a time to speak with somebody and, and use professional therapy and better help will assist your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. The connection is safe and private online and it's very convenient and you can start communicating with somebody within 48 hours. Now, it, again, this is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. Self-help. It's as professional counseling uh, done securely online. So you don't need to do that, uh, you know, waiting room nervousness, you know, where you're worried that somebody else might walk in or, you know, or, or somebody might be stepping out from your therapist. I don't know. There, there's a bunch of different stress-related things that happen when you're in the waiting room, but you don't have to deal with that because this is an online um, service. BetterHelp is committing to uh, facilitate great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change your counselor if needed. It's uh, affordable than most traditional off line counseling, and financial aid is available. Plus, it's available to clients worldwide. They deal with a bunch of different categories. Uh, they're all licensed professional counselors specializing in things from depression and anger and uh, family conflicts, anxiety, stress, relationships, a bunch more. And anything that you do share is confidential. And it's so convenient because you're doing it from home. It's professional. It's affordable. And it's for you. You know, I, I want you to be the best person you can be uh, live a healthier life, both me and Stanger do. And I'm sure you want that for yourself. So uh, this is an opportunity for you to do that for yourself. As a listener, as a bell baby, you get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their own mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. We've talked a lot about sleep, so I won't belabor the point, but sure. just if anybody's kind of just tuning in out to, to this kind of shit, sleep, you can break it down into a couple categories. You have like your overall sleep, you have mm -hmm. light sleep, and you have deep, deep sleep, and you have REM sleep. And um, all of it's important. You need all that kind of sleep. Even the sleep where you're not in deeper REM is crucial to survival, but that REM sleep and the deep sleep are, are majorly important and they're yeah. harder to get into. So if you don't have good sleep hygiene, you don't get as much of that. And, you know, you want to get those, you know, you want those things to be an hour or two plus yeah. a night. Yeah. Um, and it's the most healthy for your body and your longevity and all that kind of shit. And I'm, I'm averaging both of those being around an hour and a half for both. And it's just kind of like my, even with that, my resting heart rate is still a little bit high. Well, so I, I just need to like, you know, focus in on it. What, what's helping with me, um, and I, I sleep like a bear anyway when I fall asleep, but uh, one of the things that helps me fall asleep is I, I use the Headspace app and put one of those like sleep casts on to just like, um, get my body to rest, you know, and I follow along to, you know, letting my, my body relax into the bed and all that stuff. And then who knows what happens? Cause I'm asleep already. Love it. Um, but, um, so sleep 
you know, as far as the little things that are helping me, I mean, I know I'm also saying I'm still getting seven, eight hours of sleep a night, which is great. Um, but just that restfulness and that readiness for the next day and giving myself and my body rest. I understand that that's the stress of me traveling and everything, but you know, I'm focused right now. I think I'm like in a really good place to achieve the goals I can achieve and the manageable goals that I can achieve during this. And I think that's, I mean, I went through my whole story to where I am today, but it's also ultimately so that we can talk about what is manageable, Mm -hmm. what is considered manageable, what is considered um, optimal for you. And how does that differ from like the general society of Instagram and everything of telling you, or when you Google, you know, where I should be, what my body, my, what my, you know, what should my BMI be? What should my body fat percentage be? And you're looking at all these things as you're sitting at home because you're stressed out about how you are coming across moving forward now that things are starting to open up, gyms are starting to open up. You're gonna, you're starting to see people again. You're worried that people are gonna look at you different because you think that you look different. You think that, you know, like yeah. also we don't know how to socialize with people that's not over a computer screen. Right. So, you know, there's so many elements of, um, you know, being social and being the best you know, being in the best place that you could on top of a thing that has been troubling people, including myself for a long time, which is, um, is, uh, like, um, body dysmorphia or, you know, um, or, or how you see, how you, if it's not dysmorphia, it's just like how you see yourself and, um, and, and everybody to a certain extent has a little bit of it. And, you know, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to not be pulled into, um, uh, by other people or what other people say or don't say. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at and, um, and it's a lot, I guess. And, you know, and, uh, and we were talking about in the last episode about gyms opening up again and us really working out there or like, working out, doing body weight stuff at home. And maybe you're at a place, you could be at any place that I was at. Uh, you know, all the bell babies out there, it might be in different places, or maybe you've succeeded over this. That's awesome. Maybe you haven't. That's also awesome. You're still able to listen to this. You're still able to um, be positive because we are where we are now. We've been through this traumatic experience individually, but together. Shared experience. Yeah. And we're on the other side of it, hopefully. Yeah. Um, or we can but see it I think at least. We can see it at least. Yeah. And I think part of that might be just giving yourself that 15, 20 minutes of moving your body. And maybe we can throw in some body weight exercises that you can focus in on. Maybe we can throw in some ideas for, you know, working out. But ultimately, it's like get your head right to succeed. Yeah. And, and know that your experience is something that other people may have had and haven't. And I think, I, I don't, I mean, part of um, me telling the whole story as far as health and fitness is so that um, hopefully people can be on the same page as me and know that everybody is struggling. I mean, I, I don't know if everybody struggled, but I have struggled with the year and, um, and that if you have two, that it's okay. And um, 
And uh, the best thing to do now is see how you can succeed. Um, and I'm sure your experience uh, in various ways is the same and different, Stangs. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, here, I'll say this. I'll say what I've, what I've done okay with, or maybe even excelled in what I, where I had issues. Um, so as far as maintaining consistency, I, I have. I've showed up. I've done something pretty much every day. Now, whether it's Great. the highest quality shit or not, sure, sure. I'll tell you right now, it's not. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned before, you know, being excited to exercise and having inspired workouts. Um, you know, not only do you get a lot of mental payoff for that, uh, mm -hmm. right? It lights you up. It lights up your joy centers. You feel good, but you also get the best workouts because you're you're coming at it from a from a joyful standpoint in a way that's energized. So you get, you burn the most calories, you recruit the most muscle fibers. I don't know. Yeah. You're winning in every way that you can win from exercise. So mine, I've taken a major hit there because I've just, I've let myself be uh, mired down in the drag that working out at home can be. And, sure. you know, you talked about those pout workouts. Well, you know, not having access to the gym or myself time, you know, have made these workouts be a little bit like consolation prizes, which look, I'm happy that I was consistent and I need to celebrate that. But um, I think there's a way that I could have reframed things or moving forward can reframe things so that these home workouts don't, you know, they don't have to be the bummer that I'm making them be. Sure. Uh, so you, you basically got yourself into barely maintenance. Yeah. In these workouts. Yeah. Yeah. For yourself. For myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but have been, but have been consistent about it on a, on a regular basis right. daily. Yeah. So that's, that's the win and that's the law. That's the W and the L both kind of in, in, the, the, same, in the same category, in the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, number two, this was something that we talked about a lot with my issues, man, I put these things off and they, they, they spin out into the middle of the day, late in the day. And, um, it's really, you know, it's already something that I was kind of dreading. And then I, you mean you've, you've been putting your workouts. Yeah. Off. Yeah. As far oh, as okay. the placement uh -huh. in the day. And so yeah. then it ends up being a double drag because it's like, I'm not looking forward to the workout. And then I force myself to not look forward to it all day instead of just kind of heading it off at the pass. Sure. And so I kind of remedied that for a while and was doing things earlier and it was great. You know, like I actually liked the workouts more and then had my whole day after that to do whatever I needed to do. And then now that's, that's gotten slack again, lax. Sure. And so now yeah. it's, you know, pushing out later and later and then fucking sun's going down and I'm yeah. like, all right, now it's time to fucking start. And then I'm, you know, I, I don't have the energy and the focus and, you know, shit comes up in the day. That's why we're always, sure. we're always preaching to people to get it, get that shit done early before the day can run away with you. And you, and, and that's another thing that we can pause for a second that we don't need to necessarily apologize for because yeah. in our own hell heads and in our, in our own guilt, guilt, we might go, uh, or guilt, guilt, I don't know. Grandma, yeah. I'd like to fuck. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy. Um, they're out there. In, in your, they know who they in, are. Well, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Um, not my but grandma. The, not, hey, I'm not saying, I didn't point to you during <laughs> that. I just, I said, okay. You nodded Because I, I want, here's the thing. I want to move past it. Okay. And you won't. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but. Um, I mean, if she, if my grandma wanted to fuck you. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got and it. And Trish got gave it. you a hall pass. She wouldn't. <laughs> and I wouldn't ask for it. Okay. 
I'm just saying if everybody um, gets off, then who I, you know, okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. We have our own guilt about how can a day get away from us when we're just at home the whole day. Yeah. And it fucking can. Yeah. And that's okay. That's all I was going to say before he got into this weird um, conversation about grandmas. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. I shouldn't have stopped you because it, it. No, 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 bad. no. It, it was it was worth it. Yeah, no. It I wasn't. mean, it's the 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 five p.m. shock where I'm like, it's fucking five p.m. Sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then number three, uh, I've managed to eat healthy and not go off the rails. Um. As far as like, wow. Now guess guess who eats pizza combos now? You know, <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah, like yeah, add yeah. Weird stuff in. I managed to eat healthy. Sure. The problem is I'm just eating too much. Um, so I just, I guess in, in an effort to kind of have things to look forward to, you know, you just look forward to meals and stuff. And so sure. I'm just eating like too much. I feel like when I had um, a day that was a little more structured and a little more planned with, you know, appointments and shit I had to do in business. You just wouldn't have as much time to eat and you just eat yeah. less. And so sure. I've just been eating and that's padded some weight on. And I kind mm -hmm. of noticed that I had to do something to where I was, uh, taping something, recording something for at home, um, for a job. And I had to wear a suit and like, I was just fucking maxing that suit out. Like it still fit. But I was maxing it out, and I'm like, "Shit, that's frustrating." It is right because yeah, it wasn't like, "Oh, just cut out the soda." It was like, "No, I have to." You know, the, sometimes the hardest thing is just eating, <clears throat> just straight up having to eat less food. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, I, I think the like, even if you eat healthy, but it's just the idea of um, of of serving size is tough. Yeah, yeah. Serving size is tough. It is. Because, you know, well, especially if, uh, both of us also do, uh, I, and I'm back on to intermittent fasting. Yeah. You know, and just by doing a fast, you're really hungry yeah. when you when you break it and you feel like you do deserve that meal. And, you know, it's like um, it's like in Hook when you uh, when you see that table full of food, you want it to be, uh, you know. Yeah. You're like, I want to eat that fucking pastel colored mousse or whatever it is. Exactly. A lot of that. Pastel mousse. Yeah. But that's what you want. As, you want it to be a meal. You want it to be like a king's meal. Yeah. Yeah. And totally. And I also feel like my kind of go-to advice for people and trick is to not to worry about um, how much you're eating, but just worry about what you're eating. Quantity. Yeah. Yeah. I, quantity. Not so much. Not, it's not so much, but quality. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, Hey, cut this shit out. And then, and then eventually you can start to kind of scale that. So I'm still, I'm like in this limbo of like, not now having to do the last phase, the boss level of my video yeah. game, which is like, <laughs> you know, portion control. So I'm yeah, just dialing it in. Yeah. I'm just, I'm dreading that. I know that's need to, that's what needs to happen next. And I've kind of like, you know, maybe, you know, for a couple of days, do it. And then I slide right back and I'm like, you know, you can have a fucking pound of chicken, motherfucker. Uh, Fuck, man. Let's eat a pound of chicken. Pound of sure. chicken for big ride. Pound a pound. Pound a pound of chicken. You yeah. know, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, th and then picked up some bad habits. So I've been, I've been good about reading. I've, I read a lot of the classics. Um, you know, been kind of consistently trying to read every night, maybe early in the morning, 
And, uh, you know, and Stone was doing some school stuff in between, in between kind of helping him with that or whatever else I was doing. But, and I was doing this as to kind of counter how much I was scrolling on my phone and I got, Mm. I got bad. I hadn't been this bad with phone stuff and you kind of nailed it early on. It's like, you're just looking for good news. And it initially started that way. I would just be looking for some kind of good news, some kind of positive trend in something. But you know, the news on all this stuff has slowed down a lot and now I'm Mm -hmm. still, I still have the same bad phone habits and it's driving me crazy because I'm fucking I got some advice from Nick Weiger um, and a book recommendation called how to break up with your phone. I'm going to try that, but man, I scroll on that fucking phone way too much, way too much. And I beat myself up about it. Uh, I don't feel good doing it. I never, Mm -hmm. I never leave an hour long phone scrolling session. Feel like, ah, fuck. I feel great. Thank God I did that. Good boy. Um, It's always like, I feel worse from it. And I even feel it when I'm doing it. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And there I am just fucking scrolling around on here. I've talked about it a lot on the show, so I won't bore people. But you don't, you don't, you don't want to miss, you know, it's that fear of missing out or whatever. FOMO is what you're, what you're talking about, Eugene. Um, I didn't, I don't like using You love using FOMO. You got a FOMO shirt on right now. Hey man, that that stands for something else though. (laughs) I got food. I wear all FUBU. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for us, by us, uh, amazing. Trying to win favor, I'm trying to curry favor with uh, people of color. Hey, check out my fubu. Um, but oh boy, uh, uh, yeah. So it's just I definitely beat myself up about that. Don't feel good doing it. You know, I kind of miss friends. You know, you look at your friends' Instagram. You're kind of hoping for people to see the show. <laughs> It'll come back. <laughs> HBO Max. There you go. They staked everything on getting the friends catalog. Uh, that, and then my sleep, I've taken a hit on the quality of my sleep. I'm going to bed Mm -hmm. later than I should. And I've just, I'm kind of like a, a late night guy, um, in my biology and I can combat Mm -hmm. that. Like I can, I can wake up early. I can be disciplined about it, but I don't ever naturally feel tired. I see. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of discipline and those parameters are loose now. So I'm thinking about maybe. I was a fit. I did the Fitbit for a while, but I'm thinking about maybe treating myself to the aura and then sure. playing around with that and seeing if that can kind of create some some good habits for me. D- did now this much time later was the um, hypnotism thing still still good? God, well, that's amazing. Yeah, having that's been that's held strong. Like that completely cured me of wow that shit. Yeah, <laughs> what an interesting I know thing. Yeah. Yeah, I have it. She gave me, she recorded our session or the, the actual hypnosis part of her session when I was under what she was saying to me. Mm. And I have it as a tune-up if I need it, but I haven't ever needed it. I did it for a month. Wow. A month after I had the initial session, I listened to that thing every night. Like this, it's like an hour long recording or something. And then now I, I have it. I've got it, you know, on my phone if I ever need to kind of like a refresher. Or I could go back and visit with her for a tune-up, but I, I haven't needed it. It's not even a th- it's not even a thought anymore. That's it's amazing. So weird. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wish I could take more credit for it. Just literally s- sat through a a, a a full day hypnosis session, <laughs> and I for people that don't know, I'm sure everybody knows, but I had I I had this weird thing where I would eat in the middle of the night. And sometimes 
wouldn't remember it or would be hazy on it. And it was messing with my like sleep. sleep. I never sleeping. really like sleepwalking sleep. Yeah. 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 And sometimes I was more conscious than others. And, um, there wasn't ever really a rhyme or reason to the food that I was eating when I would do it. Uh, and I never really felt any weight stuff mm-hmm. from it. I mean, obviously it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't good, sure. but it was more just fucking with my sleep. Yeah. Um, but it's completely gone. That's now. good. So great. Uh, yeah. So that, so that's the positive. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, so that's where I'm at now. And then just, you know, a couple of like things that I've noticed, um, just, just in the limitations that I have with equipment, I've noticed body wise, uh, some interesting dimensional things that are body composition stuff, but well, body composition, but also just muscles and symmetry. Like, Oh, like I've taken a little hit here. Oh, or, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or this, this, you know, biceps are bigger than before, but shoulders are smaller, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, which is a, a pretty small, you know, for me, it's more the habits. Sure. That I'm going to try to, that I'm going to try to keep up with or break. Um, well, I mean, forward. I think, I think part of that is also our, um, what we have been doing and what we've both had a little bit more access to over the quarantine, which is again, a champagne problem, which is, um, a spin bike, a Peloton. So, yeah. um, you know, our body composition is changing a little bit because we're putting a lot on these legs, baby. Yeah. My legs blew up. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't have black Adam rock legs, Sure, but I mean, they're, but they blew up on me for sure. Like I was, I put some jeans on like my cat. How do you even work your calves on that bike? But my calves blew up a little bit. Well, they, I mean, they naturally from the push you're doing it. And then by keeping them flexed, you're doing it. I will say people, um, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna, uh, stop myself from letting you guys all know that my calves are pretty big. I've got some pretty big calves. A couple of reasons for that. Part Gene's of it got some sticks probably because I've, um, I've, I was heavy for such a long part of my life that it's been carrying around more weight. So then that my calves are bigger and you're a nimble guy. Like you can dance and move and stuff. And so those calves had to do a know, lot of work. Yeah. Do yeah. a lot of work, you know, for barrel turns, whatnot in high school. Sure. Yeah. Um, just getting you, just getting you up and, uh, twinkle toes. But I was also riding a bicycle to my job in high school all the time. So I was used to riding my bicycle. So that's the same thing of like, I was working these calves a lot and my legs a lot. So my, I was helping out at your dad's place or another yeah, place. Yeah. That was at, okay. uh, you know, that was me, um, you know, line cooking at my dad's bar in the afternoon. Yeah. So I'd ride my bike there in the morning and work and then ride my bike home. And, you know, that was a good three, four, no, I would say even good five or six miles. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I would do that, you know, every day, uh, five days a week. So, uh, I think that worked on my calves. So yeah, of course the Peloton and biking works on your legs. I could feel it and I knew it, you know, growing up and, um, and they would be sore growing up. So I know that they're working hard now. Um, but yeah, that has part of it. And so that's where you're at right now, Stang. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's the long and the short of it. Um, yeah. And then it's much shorter like, than my long short version. No, but. no, no. But yours is great. I mean, mine, I obviously went through a lot less, so it's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of it was the same for me. There wasn't a lot of game changes for big ride, which was, is also another 
obstacle yeah. of its own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both, both, both of our, our, you know, rundowns, runs downs are relatable yeah. for, for folks. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, because it's luckily for without, both of us, oh, it didn't involve getting COVID. Yeah. That's a, that's a plus. Yeah. Um, and for all of you that are out there that have gotten it and have recovered, great. We're happy you're back and back to it. And that has something else because the lasting effects of that before you can work out again, I've seen all over the place of lingering effects. Sometimes it's not affecting you at all and you can jump back into the gym and who knows? I mean, it's a respiratory thing. So that affects the way that you work out. And that's a struggle that I'm sure um, a number of people have to deal with. Unfortunately, a a large number of people have to deal with. Yeah. Tricky stuff. So, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're coming back from, um, whatever habits you want to maintain or break, uh, whatever, what, whatever the relationship with your body is right now, Mm -hmm. if it is negative, let's start doing the work to remedy that. And it's like Eugene saying, you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to love what's happening, but you shouldn't hate and you shouldn't be mad at it. And again, these are like, these are road stops. So, uh, you know, don't hate your body, you know, hate where it's at right now. Yeah. 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 And that's, and you know, it's, it's shifting to a place of love going all the way back to the Catherine Burns episode where she was like, work out because you love your body, not because you hate it right now. Yeah. You got to shift it to a place of love. And that, that's an easy thing where you're just like, oh fuck, I hate my body right now. Don't hate. You can, you know, work out because you love your body or yeah, get it, you know, implement a good habit because you love your body or pick a nutritious, healthy food to add into your diet because you love your body. Yeah. It's a subtle shift, but it makes all the difference. Um, I, and I feel like, um, I'm going to give a home workout right now that you can do 15 minutes. This is a, um, and I want to start doing this every once in a while on episodes, just like if you're listening, cause we used to do this way back in the day. Like if you're exercising, this is this mark, but instead I'm like, great, here's a, a goal to, if you want to start moving, you feel like you haven't moved for a while, want to start something. Here's something that you can do. It's a 15 minute workout, as many rounds of this as you can in, um, 15 minutes, you do 10 crunches. 10 push-ups, 10 step-ups. Now that's just like stepping onto a box or onto a stair. Um, if, um, if you have a hard time stepping up on something because of your knees, uh, then just kind of do a shuffle where you step forward and step back and you do 10 of those. Um, 10 crunches or sit-ups, up to you. If sitting all the way up is hard, um, then do a crunch or just do a half sit-up. Um, and then uh, 10 push-ups. Again, if it's hard for you, do them on your knees or do full um, plank push-ups um, or do them against the wall. Um, those are some of the different um, variations. Vari- variations that you can uh, focus on so that uh, that you can do it. But yes, so it'll be 15 minutes, as many rounds and, as you can do. And the step-ups, 10 of, per leg? Um, no, 10 total. 10, 10, and 10. So 10. five five per leg. 
Five for legs. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you doing them all together? One, two, three, four, five, or do you you're alternating legs? Uh, alternating legs. Yeah. Right leg. So, right leg. Right left. leg. Left leg. Right leg. Yeah. Left leg. Uh, start with the crunches. Do ten. Then do ten push-ups, and then do ten total um, uh, step-ups, and that's it. And try to Great. do it for fifteen minutes. Set your timer on your phone or on your, you know, or if you're in the middle of making dinner. Um, you know, if it's in the oven for 30 minutes, do it for 50, you know, do something for 15 minutes and, you know, and you can track it and, uh, you know, and do as many as you can. Uh, there is no goal to how many, if you, if it takes you 15 minutes to get through one round, it takes you 15 minutes to get through one round. Just move your body for 15 minutes doing those three exercises. That's all. And if you do happen to do that workout and uh, you want us to see it, you know, tag us in your in your post. Uh, and then that way we can see it um, whenever you decide to do it. It doesn't it doesn't have to be within this week. It doesn't have to be within this month. If you're listening to this episode um, or you had listened to it and um, you want to go back and hear it, then, you know, we'll put it in, we'll put it in the notes also. Great. So you see it. Um, I but it. I just like the idea of doing that. Should we, um, should we answer a question before we go though? Yeah, we can answer this. This is, this is, um, this kind of, um, pulls in some of the, a lot of the themes that we were talking about. And it's also, it's interesting and tough for this guy. So we'll see if we can help him. Uh, Holmador says, quick question. I've lost uh, a lot of weight recently after a loss of my mother a few months ago. She was super cool and I'm getting better taking vacations to Texas and hiking whenever I can. Uh, mostly North Houston mountains, I believe is what he's saying. Okay. I've had a, I've had a step goal for a couple of years now and he's been crushing that. But in the past seven months, I've dropped three baker's dozens worth of pounds. 36 pounds. Oh no, no, that's even more. That's 39 pounds. Yeah. And people have started to ask if I'm eating. Sure. Uh, I don't go to the gym anymore. I lived with my dad once a month or so in his basement and my strength feels fine. But to be honest, I don't know how to stop people from asking that question. What would you do if you were me to stop others from asking you about your recent weight loss? Re- lo- we- recent weight loss. Kind regards. I don't know if you can get anybody to stop asking about that sure. question, unfortunately. It is, it's a little bit of a drag, and people can be um, in way, you know, sometimes in ways that they know that they're doing, but also in unintentional ways, be a little intrusive about, uh, you know, your personal appearance, like your weight, yes. all that kind of shit. People can be pushy about that stuff. Some of them know they're doing it and some of them don't know they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, and it is a little bit of a drag, uh, especially if you kind of want to go through that stuff anonymously, you know, not have to fucking answer to somebody or explain, well, I recently lost my mom and that, you know, I, right. you know it's, it's a lot. So I, I feel for you. I don't know, Eugene, is something jumping out at you? I mean, there, you know, there, there's different aspects to this that we might, um, that, that might be a dip, deeper issue, um, for them that, um, that they might need to tackle and, and they might not. Now, a a couple of questions I do have just off the top of my head. And one is, was the weight loss due to the grief or was it due to your exercise and step goal and all of that stuff? Uh, secondly, are you happy with the weight that you've lost? Um, and, uh, and third, is this something that you were embarrassed about that you had 40 pounds to lose 
or are you happy that you had lost 40 pounds? I think all of that mentality um, affects quite a bit of it and how you perceive the way that people are um, are uh, questioning you or, or talking to you. Um, the reason I ask that is because sometimes if somebody goes, ooh, you look great, you've lost a lot, bunch of weight is one thing and you feel good. When people ask, are you eating, um, then y- you feel like there is a judgment on you. Unfortunately, if people are asking you, are you eating? Um, honestly, most of the time they're projecting. Mm-hmm. They're projecting the mentality that you have achieved a goal. They haven't gotten in there. And it's in a way, it's a kind of bullying. It's a way to make you feel worse for the goals that you have achieved. Um, rather than, and how they feel less than because they haven't achieved those goals. That has nothing to do with you. Unfortunately, that has a lot to do with them and they put it on you and that sucks. Yeah. Um, But that's a hard thing for people to take in right now um, and a hard thing for people to process. Um, But they are, they're projecting. If they're asking you if you've eaten and, and it's got that snarky ass um, way of it when they're asking like, Ooh, are you even eating? Then they're, they're jealous to be honest. They're just jealous of what you've done. If they were concerned about you and they're asking if you've gotten enough nutrition, that could be because they are asking about the recent loss that you've had. Mm-hmm. And maybe you are, you know, maybe they feel like you are looking a little gaunt because you haven't been able to rest. You haven't been able to, um, uh, deal with your, um, you know, depression and your stress. And they're honestly concerned about you. So if that's the case, you can gauge it. If it's, um, also if you can't gauge it and it's somebody that you do care about, then ask them, open up a dialogue and go like, why are you asking me this? Are you worried about me not taking care of myself? Or, you know, are you mad that I've kept this weight off? Cause, uh, according to this, it seems like you are still happy with the strength that you have, still able to move. You don't feel weak. You don't feel um, like you've lost any muscle. If that's the case, then great. Then you're in a good place. And be proud of the fact that you are where you're at. Um, but I get it. I get it. You know, when when people say that, like, I, it's, you know, it's it's still hard for me personally when people go, oh man, you're looking you're looking like you, you've, you know, you look like you're, you're big. And I know what they mean is that I, I look like I'm working out, but then I'm also in my mind going, are they saying that because I've actually put on other weight and that's yeah. just a nice way of put saying it or, you know, and, and that's what you kind of say to somebody. And I've said that in the past and I've thought of that in the past, or is it true? You're looking thick, big guy. Yeah. And it's like, like right. yeah, it's like, is that bad or good? And it's not, I don't know if that's them co- commenting on a weight gain, them commenting on muscle gain, um, or them commenting on, you know, um, their own issues with, you know, gaining mm-hmm. weight or, 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 or whatever, but either way I'm internalizing it and then coming up with my own solutions. And that is bad. Yeah. And, and so I understand that you're going to internalize things that people say. And, um, 
and, and you're going to come up with your own solution. So ultimately you got to just focus in on being happy for yourself, getting, you know, getting a healthy mindset, which this is episode is all about. And also deal with your grief. Um, I've unfortunately dealt with that same thing this past year and it's mm-hmm. horrible. So I'm sorry for your loss and, um, you know, do what you can to feel better and surround yourself with people that are going to comfort and support you. And if that's, um, these people, if this does not involve the people that are saying these kind of things to you, then get them out of your life. Yeah. Uh, Holmador, uh, I'm sorry about your mom. She does sound super cool. And I do love this once a month workout with your dad where you're able yeah. to, to maintain all your strength. I got to get on this, your fucking hang out with your dad in Texas and get like a once a month session. And, but, um, I, you know, so two things, it's either this weight loss is either healthy or it's not healthy. We don't know based on the information you gave us. Let's just all, I'll assume for my answer that it, it that it is healthy. Yeah, me too. Um, and, uh, you know, and if you're a little unclear on that, you can meet with a, with your doctor, general practitioner, and they can kind of do a little work up on you and just make sure you have a healthy body weight. And that way, when people ask in the future, you don't have to say like, look, I met with my doctor and I'm fine, but you're at least armed with it in your own psyche. Yeah. People will sometimes occasionally say, if you do some intermittent fasting stuff, that you're disordered eating, like you're, you have an eating disorder. And I, and I know I don't. I know about eating disorders. I've had some in the past before. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing right now isn't for me. I know that it can be for some and it can be triggering for some people, but I know it's not. So I don't get ruffled when people ask the question or make accusations because I know they're just not informed. Yeah. Um, so with you and these people, I would say have a little, um, and this is tough because you've definitely been through a lot recently, but you could have a little understanding for them wanting to know. Because if we are under the under, under the assumption that it is healthy, people people want to know what you did and what your secret is. Sure. So they're gonna they're gonna fucking steamroll over your grief to get to that answer and not be sensitive to your feelings and not worry about if they're insulting the way you looked before or whatever it is because they just want that fucking information. Now, a way that you can head them off at the pass is just, you, you don't have to lie, but you can tell the truth in a way that just exposes the simplicity of it. Look, uh, wow, you look great. How did you lose all this weight? Thank you. All that, all that I've done is hiked and, and, and ate with common sense. What does that mean? Just, you know, make sure I don't eat too much and try to eat healthy foods. Sure. End of question. Yeah. That's it. There's no more, there's no more secret workout. You hiked how much, whatever it is. It's not, look, I just been hiking and I've been watching what I've eaten in a common sense way. And then that's the end of it because I get that you don't want to fucking get into all the specifics. I I'm assuming like with your mom or whatever it is, or you just don't want to fucking talk to people about your health and nutrition all the time. That can be a little bit of a drag and it can kind of derail conversations. And so I think just saying, you know, all I'm doing is hiking and this, or you can say, Hey, you know what? I've done nothing different. Maybe it's just hormones. I don't know. Um, but I think, yeah, I think, you know, just limiting, you know, how detailed of response you give can take a lot of pressure off of you. And then it can just kind of stop the questions from happening right there. Great. So I don't know. I hope that helps you, man. Um, congratulations on the weight loss. Sorry about your mama and, uh, yeah, keep feeling better. And, you know, hopefully this helps you a little bit. Great. Um, well, we will, um, be back next week for another 
episode of the Dumbbells. Um, in the meantime, if you want to reach out to us uh, via social media that we're trying to tell you to stay away from, but if you do happen to be on it, feel free to um, look us up. We're at the Dumbbells across all platforms that we are on. Um, and if you want to email us a question, uh, just like this one or, uh, one that is similar and, or has nothing to do with that, or might have something to do with your times during the quarantine or COVID or getting out of it. Either way, you can email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, we are the Dumbbells and all our wonderful listeners out there, Homador contributing the question. Sure. We'd like to remind everybody to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.